Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and it absolutely does not. Case in point, we have a movie that really has nothing to do with the MCU today. Case and point. Case and point. Uh, But we're going to (laughs) tie it into the MCU anyway, as we do. Um, Hurricane Heist. No. Oh. Yeah. Because she's oh you, Jordan mentioned uh, previously, he was so we watched Daredevil last week, and Jordan kept trying to interrupt us by saying, "I watched this movie called Hurricane Heist," and I'm like, "Bullseye is on a plane murdering old ladies. You gotta watch this." And Jordan, yeah, was and just, then you said, uh, "Well, maybe we'll we'll watch Hurricane Heist and I talk said, about it next week." I said, "I wanted you to watch it with me, and I wanted to tell you when you were going." And then on the podcast, you break it to me that you saw it without me. Yeah, without any. Any preemptive notion that let's go to see this movie. Yeah. So I feel a little betrayed. I had I had an hour and a half before we were supposed to be recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was I had nothing to do. I looked up what was playing right now. That was the only thing. <laughs> so I said convenient. Heck. heck, you said. I said heck. Let's do it. Your patented catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> do it for the heck of it. <laughs> um, I watched a couple things. Recently. Oh wait, one second. Okay, that was the intro. Really great theme. <laughs> yeah. So good. No, I like it. It's so good. Every time. What's this, episode 41? Still great. Is it? Uh, yeah. 41. Jeez. Tomorrow, Annihilation, which you will have heard two weeks ago, will drop. And then after that is Daredevil 2003 or 2004, whenever that movie came out. Yeah. Ben Affleck, Daredevil. It's coming at you. But after you've heard this, it will already have come at you. Yeah. Um... And this will be 41. I'm hoping that we can get make Infinity War our 50th episode, but I don't think that's logistically possible. No way. Unless the we, end of next month? Yes. So we would need to do, like, four bonus apps. Yeah. That's definitely not happening. <laughs> well, 45. <laughs> Nothing like 45. That's a beautiful number. Uh, it is kind of round. What if we just did, like, a nine-hour something and then Split divide it, it up into three-hour segments? I don't know what we do for nine hours. I mean, we could put out like four episodes that are like, don't listen to this. And it's just like <laughs> just two noise. minutes of us banging on pots. <laughs> I could do I could bang on pots for a couple hours. Um, so I watched a couple things since we last met, um, which was when we went to see Strangers Pray at Night. Mm-hmm. The sequel to 2008's The Strangers. Wow. Starring Liv Tyler. It took and 10 Glenn years Howard. to get around to it. Can you believe it? Um, and apparently they were supposed to do, like, a straight-up sequel. Because Liv Tyler kind of makes it out alive. She gets stabbed a lot, but she's, like, crawling out of the cabin. Kind of like the kid in. in the movie. Kind of. Um, but we'll get to that. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too worried about it. I watched... I tried to watch Up in the Air on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I, I, I put that on my list. I hate George Clooney. Oh, I like George Clooney. The first, I mean, I like the atmosphere of the movie and the vibe, but the first 30 minutes is just him being like, I'm George Clooney, I can sleep with anyone. Hmm. And that's what I feel like he is in all of his movies. And therefore, I just don't find that interesting at all. Hmm. Now, when Iron Man sleeps with all these women, now there's some entertainment cinematically. I am a fan of George Clooney. Why? Uh, mostly because the Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Okay, you've mentioned that on the yeah, pod before. I like I that movie. Have not. Do you like any any else of his work? 
Uh, Michael Clayton was okay. Incredibly yeah. boring name. <laughs> uh, we mentioned that also. What else fun. has he done that I've seen? Well, Brother, where art thou? Oh, yeah, that's pretty great. good in that. Yeah. That's probably the only thing I like him in. Uh, Michael Clayton was fine. I do think that is a better suited role for him. Um, I really like the first seven minutes of Michael Clayton. Hmm. Um, anyway, last night I went to the theater and watched Love, Simon. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, the reviews are definitely I went in with a low bar and like it just kind of seemed ridiculous, like sort of a abc family kind of movie yes that's, that's why the vibe I, I got that's what i why i didn't want to see it but i've heard people saying it's like a molly ringwald yeah it totally is love story yeah it's a john hughes like coming of age yeah john um, hughes that was the name i was uh for. tony hale buster from arrested development plays mm. this amazing uh fun principal fun mm. in uh, quotation marks like he's just trying to be like super cool yeah, but he's really like a principal. Oh, I forgot my other favorite, uh, George Clooney. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and interrupt me? For it's it. uh, the Facts of Life. He was in that show. Oh, you mean ER? No, I mean yes, he was in that, but he was <laughs> yes. also in the Facts of Life. Well, I'm unfamiliar. I think you're thinking of ER. Yeah, the Facts of Life is a show I've only seen one episode of. Okay, uh, and it was just terrible. <laughs> but it was funny to see George Clooney in it. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, so look, look, check that out. Highly recommended. The Facts of Life. <laughs> Highly recommended. Yeah. Um, so, Love, Simon. Go see it. I, I Very good all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, funny. Oh, actually, speaking of Molly Ringwald. Oh, yeah. She was on the first season of The Facts of Life <laughs> and was cut. They were like, uh, this cast when isn't very interesting. Uh, 2005. No, I'm just kidding. It was, uh, 1987, let's say. Huh. That's a, that's a number. And she got cut. 1979 to 1988. Yeah. Oh. I, she got cut and then they brought on George Clooney. <laughs> to replace her. Yeah. As same the, character. As the yeah. lovable sister. Yeah. Huh, that's weird. I don't know why they did that. Um... I would also like to uh, just breach into Marvel territory, if I may, real quick. Black Panther is the first movie since Avatar to be number one in the box office five weekends in a row. So I ask the question, Jordan, will Black Panther beat Avatar? No. But uh, that is made a lot less impressive just given all the other movies that have come out around yeah. Black Panther. Nothing to contest it Nothing. at all. Not even a little bit. No. And this weekend is... What's this weekend? Some blockbuster movies coming out. Uh, oh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be Black, Black no. Panther? Yeah, exactly. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought for a second, I was like, hmm. Maybe it could... However, the weekend after is Ready Player One, and that will probably yes, beat it. Yes, I'm almost sure that that will <laughs> knock it off. But Black Panther's over a billion. It's it's about to beat Iron Man 3 and break the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time. You don't think that it's going to beat Avatar? No. What about Infinity War? Maybe. Because it has outsold pre-sales of Black Panther. Yeah. All well, in six and, hours. And it's just, it's got the Avengers name on it. Yeah. Which, 
of course, was so successful in yes. the little-known film The Avengers. And Age of Ultron, Avengers 2. That movie sucked. <laughs> I, uh, uh, the first Avengers wasn't very good either. No, but. they're both fine. The mm. first one's really good. Mm. The second one is more the of the same. The second half of the first one <laughs> is pretty good. <laughs> the second movie... I think they just sort of needed to include these characters interacting together because if you scrap that entire, so they decided to waste my fucking time. <laughs> um, no, I it's, think that was the tagline: <laughs> to waste Jordan people's time. You think five years after we made it? Yeah. I don't, it's it's a pretty good movie if you think about it. No, I think there's a lot of substance there. Definitely more so in Avengers One. I do think Avengers Two is a, basically Avengers One Point Five, but I still think it is a well-made, cinematic, fun, entertaining, thought-provoking um, ride. I do not think it was worth the time. It, well, it is two and a half hours. Maybe that's why. Yeah. It should have been, 15. you know, two and a half minutes. <laughs> I don't think you could fit a movie into that amount of time. Yeah. I mean, people would have been complaining about how much they paid for their tickets. I think I think the problem is, and I've slowly <laughs> realized this... <laughs> yeah, going to the movies, buying a ticket, sitting down, two and a half minutes go by, and the credits roll. Yeah, no, I'd be very frustrated. Yeah, I mean, well, I have a movie pass. Like, I don't know. Half the movie is just that that little Marvel thing they do with all the flashing comic book pages. I think pages. the problem. I realized this recently, um, just going back and listening to a couple of podcasts. I judge movies based on points, and you don't really do that at all. No, at all. No. So when I watch a movie and I see. Um, let's see, uh, well, for example, all the Avengers fighting together at the, at the beginning of Age of Ultron, mm -hmm. and they're all running through the snow, and there's the freeze frame walling together, yeah. that's like 10,000 points right there. Whereas, uh, Phantom Thread, for example, uh, he doesn't really do anything point-worthy, the whole movie. Uh, he does interesting things. Yeah, but not a lot of points. Yeah. Now, I judge a movie based on... Uh, the thoughts that it is able to, like, you know, communicate to me via the Avengers characters. are cool. I did. They did it. Thought communicated. Yeah. See, that's not a very compelling thought. That's not one you can really chew on. Oh, I chew on it every day. Boy, they are cool. <laughs> um, in addition to, well, what, like Annihilation, like um, yeah. another one we watched, that bear-looking thing with the girl screams, mm -hmm. that's 5,000 points right there. That's a really cool thing to have in a movie. But is that cool because that bear was scary? Or was it cool because you had to imagine that lady's like soul being Both. intermingled? It's a lot, yeah, a lot of reasons for it to get points. Yeah, I'd say it's almost exclusively because of the second part than the first part. You don't think the bear looks scary? No, it does. Yeah. But a scary bear is not enough to give it points. <laughs> but I think the, the, the fact that the bear is making the screams of the girl gets it points. That is a very unique horror yeah. concept. Yeah. And it gets points. Sewing a dress together. Zero points. Do you see where I'm coming from? But, but what about, okay, what about that interaction while she comes in with tea and mm -hmm. he's doing the thing and she, the interruption line? Um, oh, where she's... That gives you no points? No. It's just like watching, I don't know, BBB, no, not BBT, um, or not BET, I'm thinking of... BBNT, the bank. Yeah, <laughs> watching a scene in the BBNT bank. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it just seems like, not something my parents would do, maybe a rich relative that I've spent time with at some point. See, I, I'd watch a movie just about, like, a couple that's, like, agitated at each other and is on the brink of divorce or something. Oh. 
It's, Not that it's your parents or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, in general, like, just interpersonal conflict, I think, is very interesting. So how do your parents, like, if we may segue into a segment of marriage sucks versus no, it doesn't. Uh-huh. How, are your parents, like, always happy all the time? Always happy all the time. Always happy all the time. Uh-huh. So that's not very entertaining for you to watch. No. So I gotta go to the movies. Okay, so that's really, I yep. think, why you like Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. That garbage-ass flick. Wow. That is incorrect. <laughs> oh, I mean... What a spurious claim. The Hulk had Abomination in it. That's like 100 points. So already it's batting higher than Phantom Thread. Ugh. There's just... The, the fundamental difference in the way that we view movies is... <laughs> it's points. I think it's a point system. And I think it can all be broken down to the amounts of points that a movie gets. But, okay. If there was a movie... Yeah. That was just two hours yep. of, like, uh... Give me an example of a two-hour movie. Mm. Well, I was going to say there was only action, but basically Mad Max was that. Mad Max yeah. was dope. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really like Mad Max. Which is crazy. That's true. That seems like that's only point. I think it was fun, no. There were, well, Why was it not getting points? <laughs> it was doing cool stuff. Name a cool scene. scene. Name a cool scene. And I'll see if I gave any. I mean, it surely it got points. What about it when didn't, they're going it, toward that underpass and they're all like converging or whatever, and then they flip the truck and I don't the know truck why. flies through the air? So and you mean Seth? Thing. You mean Seth saw Mad Max in theaters yeah. together, and then we went home and immediately watched The King of Kong, the Donkey Kong documentary, yeah. uh-huh. and I remember that way more vividly than Mad Max. For I have no idea why. I think on paper, I definitely should have enjoyed Mad Max. Mad Max was just, it was so cool. It, it, was, it seemed like such your type of movie, because it's I just did. action. Yeah. I guess it didn't have any pre-digested characters for you. Like, if um, they had thrown in, like, yeah. uh, if it was Captain America visits Ooh. Australia, okay. and he gets caught up in this, I think he would have loved it. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> That's some points. Maybe if you'd seen the other Mad Max movies so you didn't yeah, have to learn who I Mad Max was. That is probably a facet to this yeah. point system. I do think Die Hard, he's got a lot of points in his movies. See, the thing is, too, that I, in general, I don't like franchises. Mm-hmm. I think that's less even, interesting Even than the P.T. Anderson franchise. He doesn't have any. He writes standalone films. <laughs> that are all in the same universe. That are not in the same universe. How do you know? Who cares? <laughs> If but they, they might were, be. If they were, you couldn't tell. <laughs> but you could make that argument. Uh, maybe you could. I don't sure. know. Like the Quentin Tarantino-verse. Yeah. Universes are in, Jordan. Yeah. And you're out. Universes aren't... I will say that universes do not... Definitely don't make me like movies more. Okay. If they're done well... It doesn't like detract. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It doesn't detract from a movie for uh-huh. me. Like I won't take off points for it belonging to a larger thing. Okay, but it has to stand on its own two legs. Sure. Like you get no like Captain America: First Avenger. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Terrible. Yeah, but he like throws his shield at Red Skull and it bounces off these walls yeah. and it, that's points. That's like fifty points. And that was just one shot of action. I mean. Like, what about I could do this, this just, all day? You just like tag bouncing around. It's like you're like you know you'd love pinball machines. <laughs> uh, they are bright and they flash around and stuff bounces all over. I'm not crazy about pinball as a game. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I find it frustrating. I'm not very good at it. 
Oh, I think that's why. It's only got two little buttons on the side and a little puller yeah. guy. I don't know. I associate pinball. I had this uh, just PC when I was a kid before I got a PlayStation. Yeah, Space Cadet. No, I had a pinball. Like, the the default, like, before my parents bought me, like, I couldn't buy, I didn't have money. I didn't buy yeah, video Space games. Yeah, Space Cadet, the pinball game that came Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played that a lot. Yeah. And I guess I just hate, because then I got a PlayStation. Yeah. And then I was frustratingly playing Crash Bandicoot, and I'm like, this is the new level of fun. This game that makes me hate myself. Ah, Space Cadet's great. No, I didn't, no thank you. Mm-hmm. I did not get a, oh, I did get a lot of points in Space Cadet. I definitely set all the high scores in my household. Well, my, I mean, how competitive was that environment? My mom was actually she. We had that in Galaga on the computer, and my mm. mom played a lot of Galaga. Yeah, Galaga, um, sure, or Galaxian, the newer Galaga. Mm. But anyway, uh, you segued. Um, your parents' marriage is doing well. Yeah, they still haven't had their first like. They haven't got out of the honeymoon phase, have they? No, they're still in it. <laughs> yeah, twenty years later, it's only twenty years. How many years? Well, I'm 24. And oh my married. god, you're a bastard. They married how many years before I was born? Like, I want to say five, maybe six. So, did they immediately have your sister? No. No, they waited. Yeah, like three or four years. Four years? Three, probably. That's a lot of. Who knows? T- so, and that was the honeymoon phase as well. That's interesting. I guess I should know the year my parents got <laughs> married. Mine was 88, same as The Simpsons. Oh, that might be my, my parents might also Don't be piggyback off my thing. No, I mean, if it was five years, like I said before me, I was born in 93. I was born in 92, so mm-hmm. 94, mm-hmm. or sorry, 88, or four years. Yeah. And yeah, they had four years of super fun, and then I was, I was born, and then it was all fun, and then my sister was born, and they're like, ugh. Yeah. Bring it back to the, the main three. That's what I say. <laughs> it's me, Cade's dad. How much younger is your sister than you? Like two years? One year, year and a half. Year and a half? Yeah. Pretty yeah. close. Pretty close in age. My father always told me, when you do get married, and this can be advice for you as well. This is not, I'm not hawking this advice. This All is right. for you and our five million viewers. Whew. When you do get married, uh-huh. wait to have a kid. Nope. Enjoy the time together. Because yeah. once you have a kid, that shit is going to be permanent, and you will always have to take care of that, and you will I've not always, have any... I've always wanted to have, like, a shotgun wedding. Like, yeah? Oh, no. And immediately have a child. Yeah. Like, you know... An anchor baby? Basically being born... Or a regular like, baby. three months after the wedding. <laughs> oh. I want to get married to a pregnant bride. That you impregnated. Nah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good point. That's fair. Um, well, that would make it much more convenient to for you to come on or bring your spouse on the Marvel sucks versus sorry marriage sucks versus no it doesn't mm-hmm. pod. Yeah. Um, and you do know that you knew your wife when you were thirteen years old. Has anything? Did your mother send you a yearbook or anything of your classmates? How's how's that developing? Hmm. Yeah. No, I have not seen that yearbook. Okay. Maybe so. next time you're home, you should take a picture. I can post pictures of your yearbook to the Facebook page, and then we yeah, can get and I'll, some. I'll definitely reiterate that 13 is not a good year for me to have met your wife because that's in North Carolina, a group of mean? people that I haven't. I only knew for about a year. Well, they want this and girl. I've never talked to them since. This girl could have moved away. She could live in Charlottesville right now. Yeah, and here you are talking about phantom thread and how you don't want to venture out to see these girls in your yeah. yearbook yes you don't want to leave the podcast room uh-huh invite her on 
Who? <laughs> this girl that you need to find in your yearbook. Oh, man. Just, is... all right, next time you go home, take pictures of the yearbook. That's uh -huh. your next step. Sure. And then I'm going to keep watching Logan with girls and see if any of them cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're never getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a movie with a lot of points, Logan. Oh, how many points is that thing? Every scene has a lot of points in it. Oh, my memory of that movie is not very fond. High bar. It is... It gets Celebrated. weaker with age. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. That's like... But, you know, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> it's always good to enjoy things. Uh -huh. I wish I could have been right there with you enjoying it. Yeah. But alas... You weren't. No. <laughs> I watched it four times. Yeah. You weren't there any of the times. Mm -mm. But you did watch it. We did, did do an app on it. I looked at the whole thing, listened to Theoretically, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I, I did. See. I, I'll, I'll believe I believe you. I watched the entire thing. I believe you. There's no reason for me to doubt. All the claws. Except the fact that you didn't enjoy it. That's kind of why I wouldn't believe that you watched yeah. it all. Because you'd have to have a heart of stone. Maybe, maybe you didn't watch it all. I watched it four times, it. all the way through. So many points. Maybe you kept looking away at the bad parts. That had so many points that it could give Phantom Thread some of its points, and Phantom Thread and Logan would be like my two highest regarded movies still. That's, so it's like Wayne Gretzky and his brother being the, yes. the combined all-time leading scorers in the NHL as brothers. But Even it's Wayne his, Gretzky is... Yeah, brother only had four goals. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the phantom. That's the perfect Phantom Thread Logan metaphor. It is. Yeah. All right. Let's watch the stupid trailer. <laughs> I guess. So, uh, without further ado, and we have not mentioned this yet on the pod, the Infinity War trailer two dropped just the other day after the last pod, and I could not be more excited. Jordan, well, we'll just see. I haven't seen it. He has not seen it. He's saved his his uh, momentum for the podcast. Yeah, his enthusiasm. I'm, I'm looking in the opposite direction of the microphone while watching it, so you won't be able to hear me if I I'm say gonna anything. I'm gonna pause it every ten seconds or so. No, let me watch it through once. All right, and then we will. I want to. I gotta go through the weeds yeah. on this. There's a lot of weeds to go through. Sure, we'll go somewhat through the weeds. All right, through the weeds. All right, opening shot. Upside down, New York City. War Machine, Hulk, Doctor Strange's house, Gamora again, Mom, a bit more menacing looking Thanos than we saw before, Peter Parkster swinging on the bridge, Iron Man repping that bleeding edge armor. So that's what we use. Gang is hiding out in Wakanda. Let's talk about this plan of yours. I think it's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. Star Lord and Iron Man. Premier interaction. Hulkbuster uniform. Army. 
Buster suit going down. Captain America himself fighting off the Mad Titan. And that great, great theme music to bring us home. I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. Woo! All right, that trailer. Million points. Uh, I don't have much to say about it. Oh, he's very excited. He is super excited. I can see the glimmer in his eyes. All right, you ready to break this bad boy down? Uh, Wow, you're speechless. This trailer is really threw you for a loop. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything to say about it. (laughs) You're very excited. Yeah, I'll say. Better than the first trailer? Uh... Similar. Well, you don't really watch trailers. No. So what do you know? What? You know what? I think most trailers kind of suck. Yeah. Like, almost every time I see a trailer, I'm like, oh, this movie... Like, I'm... I'm rarely, I feel like, wrong based on if the... the or no, not, that's not true. I'm saying I'm rarely impressed by a trailer, and I'm more often impressed by the movie that goes along with the trailer. Sure. That was so hard for me to say. <laughs> I have no idea why. Understandably so. Yeah. Um, well, if we may break this down piece by piece, yeah, I'm going to go through the weeds. All right. So we have this first shot of, um, God damn it. I missed it again. We have this very first shot. I, um, we have Hulk, Black Widow and War Machine all standing next to each other. Um, theoretically in Wakanda. We don't really know for sure, but it seems that all of the heroes are hanging out in Wakanda. Makes sense. Um, it's like the richest nation in the world. Yes, so I think that's where they all end up. Um, so now we have a shot of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Thanos has a couple of the stones. Um, Robert Downey Jr. just randomly asks uh, his name. I think Gamora saying that his name is Thanos is hit her explaining to the rest of the Guardians, or to Thor, who is with the Guardians, what the deal is, and then that's just a cut of Robert Downey Jr., um, I think they're going to deal with the fallout of there suddenly being a new global superpower that no one has ever heard of. Because imagine what that would do to politics. They said, uh, so the Russo brothers, I read a whole bunch of stuff after they dropped this trailer. They said, first of all, Tony Stark is going to have to deal with the consequences of signing over to the Sarkovia Accords. Hmm. Or the, making the deal in Civil War. Okay. Um, so whatever that entails. Yeah, it was a stupid He made decision. the right decision, so he let's see what happens. Definitely did not. I don't know how you could possibly agree so that he did. So your first complaint uh, last trailer was Thanos didn't have his badass yes. armor. What do you think of his armor now that it's back? I'll try and get a shot of it. Thanos? Wow, this is in, it's in super fast motion. That's why it's so difficult to see. Uh, I mean, it looks... Better than he does without a helmet, though okay. he immediately takes the helmet off as the shot that we see. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, because you got to see that that sweet, sweet Brolin face. Then we get the shot of Spider-Man jumping out of the bus. Um, and in the previous trailer, we see him climbing um, this circular thing in the sky with his regular suit. And then we see uh, Iron Man flying toward the circular thing in the sky. Super speed. He has some sort of jet, new jet feature. Um that I assume he's going to bring Spider-Man the Iron Spider armor. 
and then they're both going to deal with whatever that thing is up there. Um, yeah, they really like that pairing, the Iron yeah. Man, Spider-Man pairing. It's a, it's a great mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah. Um, so all of the heroes, it seems, are hanging out in Wakanda. That's where they have gone to hide, which is, you know, good, because they're fucked otherwise. Um, we get Captain America um, and Scarlet Johansson uh, go to Wakanda. Um, and then this first interaction with Iron Man and Star-Lord, I thought that was a pretty weak joke, but I think that they're just throwing that in the trailer so they don't spoil any of the good material. Um, I'd say to me, yes, I'm not, typically I don't find Marvel movies that funny. Mm -hmm. I don't think they should be funnier to me because I think that would make them worse movies. Sure. Because the kind of humor that I enjoy is, is kind of fringe and absurd. Yes. So I'd say that's par for course. Okay. I think that's the standard kind of Marvel joke. Interesting. I have found so many other Marvel jokes. Like, um, I don't know, just these interaction jokes. I think Civil War had a lot of really great interaction jokes. Like um, when Spider-Man says, um, do you guys see that really old movie with the stormtroopers and the AT-ATs? Hmm. When he's trying to trip Ant-Man. Yeah. And then... Um, they're like, how old is this guy? And Tony says, I didn't carbon date him. He's on the young side. I think that's really great. When mm. Winter Soldier throws the car at Spider-Man and he throws it right back and he says, you dropped this. I laughed out loud in the theater. Yeah, see, um, none of those. Like, I mean, we, we sat next to each other in Black Panther and yeah. I didn't crack up once. That one, I didn't find really, I mean, I laughed, but I didn't, I don't go back to those jokes. Yeah. Um, Guardians 2 had a lot of really funny lines. Guardians 1, obviously, has a lot of really I'd funny lines. I'd say Guardians are probably the only movies... Well, I mean, Ragnarok, because oh, Jeff Ragnar Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok has... Actually, some. I might have laughed out loud more at Ragnarok than any other movie. I don't think that's the best Marvel movie or anything, but I no. probably laughed more. It's It might that. be the most fun... It might be the funniest. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is as fringe as Marvel has gotten yeah. to date. Yeah. By far. Um, yeah, and even, even the rest of that movie, just like the... Like, the Hulk bits were just funny, and yeah. then Mark Ruffalo suddenly being on this foreign planet, yeah. not really knowing what's gone on the past couple it of years. Was, it's a very entertaining movie. That and, yeah. um, uh, I really just love his opening bit. Um, the only problems with of, that movie were, like, the Marvel Studio <laughs> parts, and the Taika Waititi were bits fun. were great. It, ah, the Marvel Studio parts were fine. They were the worst parts of the movie. They were the less good parts of a perfect movie. <laughs> um, so now we get that Hulkbuster costume. Doctor Strange is in action. Um, interesting, we have not seen Thor outside of hanging out with the Guardians. Do you find that weird at all? Yeah, I mean, he's going to like die, right? That's See, that's what I thought yeah. then. So I figured they were going to kill him off. Um, I did see a picture of the three images spliced together of Thanos crushing Thor's head, and then the next shot is him crushing the Infinity Stone, or the Tesseract, mm -hmm. and then him holding the stone. And everyone was like, oh shit, the stone is in Thor's head. But then it was just, you know, it's the Tesseract yeah. that he's clearly crushing. It was weird that they sequenced those in the trailer back-to-back. -back. Anyway, Joe Russo, one of the directors, tweeted that the two people with the most screen time in this film are Thor and Thanos. Interesting. Yeah. So Thor is going to do something that well, is... Well, I guess Thor, arguably, like if if the if Thanos immediately destroys the remainder 
of Thor civilization. Yeah. Who really has a better case against Thanos than Thor does? So you think he's just going to hold... I mean, we just don't see any of him in Wakanda or anywhere, any other of the fight sequences. He's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be like a... Um, so all the other heroes are on Earth yes. resisting Thanos. Yeah. And Thor is like in space. Sure. And he's just trying to get to Earth. Yeah. And then once he gets there, he's like the the like the final blow type deal like he's he's what pushes them over the edge like mm-hmm. like a uh, world war ii or whatever and they're fighting and then the u.s comes and yeah. like hey we're oh. here to swing the tide <laughs> thor is the u.s interesting yeah. um and everyone else is the soviet union just going through the grinder on earth <laughs> i i don't think um anyone you'd think uh, captain america would be america but you'd think but he's not he's losing to thanos it looks like yeah um yeah he looks like he's gonna die yeah i don't know how many are going to die in three because four is based it's just a two-part movie like four isn't really its own entity this is it's i saw he signed like a six movie contract or whatever and this is like his sixth movie yeah chris evans yeah yeah the my only thing that makes me think that he might stay is they had leaked scene footage and the sets in Avengers 4 were World War II themed. Hmm. Which I know they're going to do some time travel with the time stone and there's also some like time devices that they all get at some point. Um, so I think Thanos might sort of... They all get time devices? Not, sorry, Ant-Man and Iron Man and one other person have them in the shot that was leaked. Hmm. So Ant-Man, at some point... I I'm think, not sure Ant-Man's got the brains to deal with time But he can shrink travel. into the... He can go interdimensional. It's still really complicated. I don't know if it's time travel. They have devices on their wrists and people are speculating time travel. Okay. Because Thanos, uh, theoretically, pe- people on the internet are saying he's going to win in this one. He's going to snap his fingers, like Gamora says in the trailer, and basically destroy, or basically change half of the universe as we know it. And then the... Avengers 4 will be undoing the events, but kind of like a Back to the Future undoing, where no matter what, no matter what they do at the end of Phase 3, they will set events in motion and it will be different Hmm. based on everything that they've done in the previous Avengers movies. They will more or less get it, you know, back to how it was, but I think there will be some key differences. Maybe first and foremost that the X-Men are now part of their universe. But that's all speculation. Um, we also see right here a shot of Thanos holding a young Gamora's hand. They say they're going to show a lot of Thanos um, on his home planet and how it was destroyed. What if they show that like he is the good guy of the franchise? Well, I think and that we actually the, the Earth is the bad guys, and that over the course of these two films. Yes. It just becomes the Thanos cinematic universe, and all the heroes are killed. It could be. That very well could be what we've been waiting for for ten years. Um, Would you be peeved? A little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, um, they, don't, they don't have the cojones to pull off. Well, I just think that's also a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> um, but Thanos' planet was destroyed. They're going to give him depth, which is what you like in villains. You love villain depth. It's your favorite thing. Yeah, I'm not sure Marvel can do it. Oh, I bet they can. Also, look at, um, they mentioned uh, Thanos, like, look at all these other people next to him. Thanos has some sort of dwarfism, and he's apparently, like, the smallest of his people. 
huh. and he gets mocked a lot. I don't know if that has anything. Give him a little Napoleon complex. Yeah, apparently. Um, so moving on, we have uh, him crushing Thor's head. Oh, let's look at this shot of the Black Order. We have, and Loki is also there. Um, they look pretty mischievous. And I originally thought Loki betrayed Thor once again, and then Seth pointed out, or actually, no, Joey, I was talking to Joey. That the guy's pointing a spear yeah, at him. Yeah, he's held hostage. Yeah. And, I mean, clearly, uh, he gets, Thanos gets the Tesseract. But that could also just be a ploy. Sure. That he's being held hostage. Yes. And how, how... Uh, I think they could kill off Loki right here. Yeah. The Avengers people, like the makers, would love to do a trick like that where they show... Loki hostage in the trailer only yeah. to reveal that he's actually pulling the strings and everyone's like, whoa, Loki I don't think so he's, small. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. He's got any strings to pull. I think Loki could very Loki well die here. Loki always does. They, they love him so much. I don't... He could be dead. They, they have to give him some little thing on the way out. They said three to four major deaths. Who do you think it's gonna be? I could see Loki dying. I'm just saying he's gotta get some sort of sucker punch in or some trick. Maybe he'll take down one he of the Black He has to do order. some trick before he dies. Um... I think, well, first of all, I, we don't see uh, the guy on the, the, the right, not the monster-looking dude, the reptile man, but the guy in between the fucking snape-looking motherfucker. The you, weird... You're talking about triangle hands? <laughs> this is, yeah, triangle hands. Okay. This is great for the podcast. <laughs> um, if you, if we are 1 minute 26 in the trailer at this uh, Black Order shot. It's all over the internet. Um, the girl-looking person, I assume that's a woman, um... There, she is throwing her spear, and Captain America catches it, which I cannot wait to see that unfold in theater. That's going to be 500,000 points off the bat, and that's just one scene in the movie. Um, so I bet Loki will sort of kill one of these people as like a sucker punch before he goes. It's interesting that, that this has 41 million views. Yeah. Because even if you translate that directly to sales, like sure. ten, every single one of these people pays 10 bucks to see it, yeah. that's only $400 million. Yeah. So well, keep in mind anyone who's I guess a lot of people don't ever watch the trailer. Well, this is also not the only trailer that's out there. We had this problem with the last yeah, trailer we watched. True. So there's probably cuz that trailer had 130 million. Yeah, and I'm sure like in China it's on some like the Chinese version Server, of YouTube yeah. or whatever. So this is just America. We are or, much, or English speaking countries. Sure. Yeah. We are much smaller. Um, okay, uh, so Thanos is crushing the Tesseract uh, to get the stone out of it. I wonder how many views it has in Chinese YouTube. I don't know. Um, how about this shot of Wakanda, though? With all of the the barriers and everything? Um, I don't think Iron Man is in the Hulkbuster outfit. I think he just sent it there because he's clearly off doing some other stuff with Peter Parkster. Yeah. Um... But this is just so great. Whatever this alien army is that's attacking Wakanda, I just think that is so exciting. And um, Bucky and Captain America are all there. Um, this really great scene that was in the D23 trailer with Doctor Strange throwing out stepping stones for Star-Lord to run across and shoot uh, whoever. Not sure who he's shooting. This is a very... This shot gave me goosebumps. The um, Doctor Strange's... Whatever those metal spears are. Yeah. Those Or those air spears. Those are in the film. Um, in his film. And they are apparently being turned against him to the point where... This is probably how he loses the time stone. 
if I was a betting man. And whatever this snake-looking motherfucker is who can manipulate his Is own, he not one of the... He's one of the Black Order. Okay. But look how menacing he is. And apparently powerful enough to out-magic Doctor Strange. I mean, you'd expect that. Like, because Doctor Strange is really just the most magical guy on Earth. But if there's the, a universe of magic people, surely some of them are stronger than Doctor Strange. But he's the Sorcerer Supreme. How do you think he got that name? I mean, it's kind of like the the best, like how the U.S. crowns themselves like the world champions of baseball or whatever. Because like, we're the only people who play. Yeah, but if we're playing baseball with aliens, <laughs> there's probably a, like a, a Babe Ruth uh, Zorg or something. <laughs> the Babe Ruth Zorg. Interesting. Um, more shots of Falcon and um, War Machine is actually in this as well. That line Thanos says to Captain or Iron Man, I hope they remember you. Really great. Um, Iron Man is clearly struggling to win this battle against Thanos. Um, and then this last shot with Thanos towering over Captain America pushing back the Infinity Gauntlet. He looks like he's holding his own, but... No, he doesn't. I mean, for, you know, for like five seconds. Yeah, he looks like he's resisting. He's yeah. not holding his own, because Josh Brolin is clearly not trying as hard as Chris Evans. Yeah, no, he's definitely, like, half-assing it. I didn't know Josh Brolin's hands were that big. Yeah, no, he's life-size. <laughs> and he's still... that. Or maybe Chris Evans is tiny. No, because Josh Brolin is also from a planet of large people, and he's the dwarf on that planet. Oh. That's why they cast him. Hmm. Um, and then more of this, I liked the Spider-Man joke better, um, but it was still, I think they're just throwing out their B-material in the trailer. Um, but that's the trailer. I cannot wait for this movie to come out on our 50th episode, Spectacular. Um, uh, do you have any other things to add? No, I'll see it when it comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so... I guess you've never been excited to see a Marvel movie. Thor Ragnarok, you, were kind of, you said you were yeah, kind of excited. Yeah, that was probably the most. So, you, would you say you were more excited for this or Black Panther? Uh, Black Panther had a lot of hype at the time that made me a little bit more curious to see it, so I'm sure but this, this is will gain just, This is all hype. hype. But like I'm sure already. also like gain hype on the way that, like as it's rolling out. But it's already all hype. You think you could get more? I'm, hype? I'm not feeling the buzz in the Reddit sphere. No, no, just like in general, like the like. I mean, you don't. It doesn't really happen until it comes out. Like after Black Panther released, Black Panther was just everywhere. People were talking about it in the That's Oscars. True. It was getting mentioned, like like just in newspaper articles that weren't even about Black Panther. <laughs> there'd just be like little side mentions of yeah. stuff, like like I don't know. It was just in the public consciousness before and it came out. No, after. Yeah. I'm well, just saying you'd already seen it at that point. This I don't this definitely hasn't reached the public consciousness yet as just like a something that exists. It, it's not a buzz yet. It's like Marvel is promising us heaven and we can't as people imagine what heaven is like because we're I humans. W- I do not relate to that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have like a movie that would be like have you ever been excited to see a movie like months uh, out? Um, let me think. Surely, you'd know if you had. This is, this, oof. What a sad life you lead. It, 
if the only thing that is what gets exciting, you going to the what gets you what gets you to wake up every morning? If the only thing that gets you going is the idea of a movie coming out, that's also sad. Uh, not as sad as not looking forward to this really great movie that's keeping me alive. You know what I look up to? Look up! Look! <laughs> look forward look to? Fuck to? <laughs> <laughs> what? Just the uh, the simple things. Do you? Yeah. Like what? A nice cup of coffee. You look forward to that. And uh, uh, a, a good book. <laughs> I've never seen you read. Well, I mean, I don't. It's, I don't do it in social settings. You think if you looked forward to it so often, I would. I mean, I'm not going to bring a book to your house. I'd bring books to your house. Well, that's rude. <laughs> I also don't do that. No. <laughs> um, just wait. what really gets you excited? What's the last time you were excited for something? Mm, a really good song. Like recently, okay. the, a song that's got me pretty hyped up, and this is a fresh cut. Okay. From 1967. Okay. <laughs> or 66 or 68, something yeah. like that. Sure. Uh, Care for Cell 44 by the Zombies. If you don't know that song, it's great. I have not heard that. It is off their album I'm... Odyssey and the Oracle, or Oracle and the Odyssey. It's the one with a time of the season on it. Yeah. But uh, that that album apparently they released that like a year before they released uh, the song that song yeah single. and then that song exploded okay. and so then people went back and bought the album but the band was already broken up huh yeah that's upsetting mm-hmm. do you think they would have stayed together if their song had exploded they at eventually the time? did like a reunion tour or something like that but huh but that the first song on that album I'd argue is just as good as time of the season. I mean, neither of them are my favorite songs of all time. Well, you've only heard one of them. I know. Neither. <laughs> I mean, you said it's as good. Yeah. If not slightly better. Yeah. So Super killer track. Anyway, that gets me really hyped up. But that's not what I'm... I'm just trying to get inside your head. 41 episodes mm-hmm. in, I still can't comple- I can't comprehend the yeah. your brain uh-huh. and how it works sure, yeah. on a daily basis. So... <laughs> so what do you when you, what's the last thing like you looked forward to for months for months? Uh, Could be television. You got a TV show that you look forward to for months? Nah, I I'll say that I uh, I do not look forward to things in that way. What about vac- like, like vacation? If it's far away, yeah. Like I just I I it won't enter my my brain. All right. Well, so Infinity War was has always been it's for 6 years. It's been this thing that's far away that I haven't really like I'll get to it one day, but just like this year since Black Panther came out, it has been very real that this is happening. Heaven is in fact a place on earth that we've been promised this whole time. Mm, what, I'm th- trying to think what I've been excited about. I know. For. I think you're a robot boy and I really just before ah, episode 50 yeah, I yeah. like my sister's pregnant. I think that's pretty exciting. So you're excited to see the Bambino? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Here, look at this text she sent me. You'll like this. Okay, great. Here. Did she, she, did she listen to the pod where we named it? Uh, I don't think she's listening. I think she is further behind than that. Well, that. I don't think that app is out also at this point. Um, aww. It says, I am cute on a onesie, and it's a picture of baby Groot. Yeah. Aww. That's great. Yeah, she sent me that today. Wow. You can buy it for her? Uh, she said you should buy it for her. I will buy it for her. <laughs> Honestly, that's amazing. Yeah. Podcast fan. What what number podcast fan is the little Bambino? I guess 5, five million, million one. one. <laughs> oh. Well, wait, well, is he going to be born before Infinity War? No. Okay. So six million, million and one. Assuming that we keep on this. Which makes sense because he'll be born in June. The okay. sixth month. 
Yeah. So six of million the fans. Whew. Could you imagine? Yeah. Wow, six million and one. Mm-hmm. A little Bambino. Yep. Jared, Jared <laughs> Jordan Jingleheimer Schmidt, whatever <laughs> his name was. Um, whew. JJ. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, you wake up and you look forward to that, like, seriously. Like now I'll wake up to it, but I, I mean, I like. I wake up and I'm it's like, exciting. Fuck, Infinity War is coming out. Wait, yeah. So what? What about this baby excites you? Like seeing him for the first time, helping raise him. Nah, it's just like I don't know. It's amusing. <laughs> <laughs> amusing, you say? I, don't, I mean, like it's a little distant optimism. Okay. It just seems like it's like a bummer in America right now. Yeah. It, like well, I mean, Infinity War is coming out, so everything like, is sky high hype. Uh, it just seems like everything's like, ugh. Except Infinity War. But like a baby's like so fresh and new, it kind of reminds you, it's like, ah, oh, whatever's going on that's temporary. There's always going to be more people and stuff's going to keep happening. Yeah. Unless there's like, you know, a nuclear holocaust. A Thanos invasion. <laughs> yeah, same difference. <laughs> um, so... I just don't really. I mean, I've had relatives, sire heirs, mm-hmm. and I've never. Really but not liked. like your sister. Well, Surely Keith, if your Keith's si- sister is my sister, technically. Yeah. If we're getting technical. But if your sister had a baby, that'd be different. Um, I'd probably be as excited hmm. as I was for Keith's sister's child, who I flew out to Missouri to meet hmm. over this past summer. Yeah. But I mean. It wasn't like, it was just this thing, like, that's going to happen. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't jump out of my bed knowing that the baby had a trailer coming out the following day. (laughs) (laughs) I just think the idea of a new person is perhaps more uh, interesting and uh, impactful than a new piece of media. So the thing you are looking forward to is the the actual birth. Like, Uh, probably not even... Like, the birth will just be, like, kind of a... Are you going to be there for moral support? Uh, I'm, my sister will probably call me or, you know, I let mean, me know when she goes into labor. And, and then, then I'll you be will be driving six and a half hours there. So. To the hospital room. Um, I mean, I'll, I might get there the next day or something. It depends what time it is. Like, if she goes into labor at, like, 10 p.m., I'm probably not going to hop on the road. I'll probably wake up the next morning and drive over. I thought you were excited for this. It's a six and a half hour drive. <laughs> My sister, I think, would be very bummed if I was driving at four thirty a.m. to get there and like died. Well, I, you wouldn't die. And then they named the baby Jordan. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> well, also, she will be going through an ordeal of herself for hours on end. Exactly. She doesn't need me to be there like immediately. What if she needs like a, a helping hand? I think she'll be plenty surrounded in the hospital. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's not you. Sure. Her baby brother. I think I have a very limited capacity to help in that situation. Not morally. Your moral support, Mm -hmm. your sentimental value is through the roof. These doctors don't even have sentimental value. (laughs) I think she will still be surrounded by other family members in any case. Oh, your your parents are going to drive up. Yeah. From Atlanta. Yeah. Which is an even longer drive. Nah. Same drive. Sure. It is 30 minutes less. It is approximately (laughs) the same. You think they're going to drive up and get there at 4 a.m.? It's gonna, I mean, let's hope my sister just goes into labor at, like, a nice 6 a.m. or something, so I can just leave. <laughs> I can wait till 8 a.m. and leave. You should let her know that this is when you want it to happen. Yeah. I mean, 
who knows how long labor will last the first time. Normally quite a while. Yeah, 48 hours, some wow. might say. Yeah. That's an incredibly long time. Yeah. that's how. I mean, it's not everybody. Yeah. I think that's the longest I've heard of. Yeah, I surely hope my sister's not in labor for 40 hours. But anyway, the thing I'm more excited about is, like, the kid growing up. I think that's just an amusing thing well, to watch. that's way down the road. Exactly. This is a long-term thing. Okay. But you're excited for it. Yeah. Like jumping out of your seat excited. No. I don't, I don't get that excited about hardly anything. But hardly. That's what I'm trying to get to the bottom. What is that hardly? I guess it's music. Okay. What? So, what, but. I am literally jumping out of my seat <laughs> to hear while I'm no, listening but to Care for look, Self 44. That doesn't count. You got to look forward to it. Two months out. What is What well, music is coming? Is Post Malone dropping anything new? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not much of one to look forward to stuff. I, I just, I'm too ADD to look forward to something. Well, that just makes I, no I sense am, to me. I'm excited by the things I have here because I can pay attention to the them. The things I have here aren't Infinity War. I know. That's, but they're, they're more exciting. Like, look at this old beer bottle. <laughs> You're or, excited uh, by that. <laughs> this Trivial Pursuit game. <laughs> we played that and you were not that excited when we played it the three times <laughs> on this podcast. Was not. So. Yeah. So I'm not excited about future things in general. That's, you are a robot man. No. I'm excited <laughs> by now. Um, I don't know. Now is fine, but the future, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out. As a future. kid, I remember being like like Christmas or my birthday or something yeah. was coming up, and I just yeah. felt like, I can't stand yeah. this. Yeah. But right? I didn't enjoy that, and now it's kind of gone away, and I don't miss it. You're not ex- well. I guess I'm not excited for Christmas anymore. But that excitement has carried over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I mean, like when I, when I hear that a good movie's coming out, I'm just like, cool. But I can't do anything about it now, so I just put it out of my mind. I can get excited. Like when Last Jedi was coming out or Ugh. some big blockbuster release, I was like, ooh, that's going to be hype. neat. And then out of my brain. Yeah. Uh, it stayed in my brain for a long time. Yeah. Quality film. Um, what do you say we talk about The Strangers? Pray at night. Yeah, it is definitely time as it is fucking wow. It is <laughs> 58 minutes in. <laughs> That's insane. Damn, I had an hour and a half to talk about this movie. Like, I have a lot of things to say. I thought we were like 45 minutes in. So this is like 15 minutes You after went on that. your crazy soapbox about you loving the gift of life or some bullshit. That didn't last that long. And also, that, that was your soapbox. <laughs> that was your soapbox about looking forward to stuff. And that was um, the best I could come up with. And it sucked. Um, no, no, it's a great thing to look forward to. <laughs> Yeah, we probably only have like five female listeners, but I bet they were all like five oh, out of five baby, million. That's a you, great thing to look you forward think to. Point zero 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 one of our listeners are women. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a ton. I also don't think that's the right fraction. Yeah, it, but I'm not good at math. We're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we talk about? Uh, strangers pray at night. Um, mm, yeah, do you, let's just, let's, let's do, do beat by beat. Beep no, by beep. let's not do beat by beat. Okay, so the movie starts out with a mopey girl, mopey teenage girl, a jock Wait, I didn't get my boy, Avengers. Uh, I didn't get my Avengers. Christina Hendricks, the mom. A hot mom. Yes, Christina Hendricks, from Mad Men fame. And then a cool dad. Pretty cool. Gets impaled. Yeah. By, uh, wood. wood. <laughs> a trailer post? You know what I will say about that scene... Well, if we're just skipping, skipping around insanely randomly. We're not. We are. Okay. Um, so the dad... Yep. Is, 
is well. I mean, you you might want some other context. Can we give? The movie, let's but, give people the, the premise of this film. Ugh. It is a family who goes to a trailer park on their way to drop their mischievous daughter off at boarding school. Mm-hmm. It is never revealed in this movie what the daughter did no. to warrant boarding school. She mentions that she's like she really wants to hold the gun in the one scene. Do you think it was murder? Probably not. Whatever it was, two other girls did not get in trouble for it. Yeah. It was just like... it. Immediately starting out with the angsty teenage girl, it's like, how by the numbers can this yeah. horror movie get? Like, that is just the most common possible thing. I will say, this movie is basically the first Strangers film, mm-hmm. except they took away all of the horror elements and all of the mystique behind these bad characters, and they basically made a straight-to-DVD film. Yeah, well, it was just like... If you wanted, like, the, um, I don't know, it's almost like a Mad Libs horror story. Yes. And then everything they put in was the most generic thing possible. Sure. Like, creepy masks. They're in a secluded trailer park. Yep. Um, I will say, I like... daughter, jock boy, whatever. I don't know. It's just so straightforward. It was interesting that they didn't do... I mean, there's usually in these movies, I watch a lot of B-horror movies Mm -hmm. and regular horror movies. There's a lot of sexual chemistry, and there's not in this movie. Well, because it's a family. That's Yeah, but that's a weird choice. Like, half of these movies, like, they they try, they're aimed at teenagers. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to get your teenage brain that can't stop thinking about sex to focus on all, like... 10 out of 10 lust, 10 out of 10 terrifying. Because <laughs> if they can't get you emotionally connected to the characters, you can yeah. at least be, like, attracted to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just, like, you know, well, I mean, you weren't your average teen. Um, you read The New Yorker at lunch, as you mentioned previously, mm-hmm. on the Like on a the cool pod. guy. Yeah. Um, well, when I was in high school, um, everything was the biggest deal ever. Everything was the Infinity War trailer, if mm. you can imagine. Whether yeah. something was good or something was bad. Something sucked, it was 10 out of 10 sucking. Something was awesome, it was 10 out of 10 awesome. You ran hot and cold. Hot and cold, just like Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> but in these movies, they basically just like show you, like we're going to give you this really great... 10 out of 10 uh, romance between these two high schoolers and it's just going to be really hot. We're going to shove all this lust down your throat. We're going to shove terror down your throat and it's going to... The dial is turned to 11 this whole movie and yeah. there's not really any subtlety behind these movies. Yeah. So I thought that was weird that they sort of cut off one of... Like, cut out one like an entire element that makes these movies so popular. Yeah. Well, and what I'll say is they had some stuff where there was... They were poised to be creepy... And yeah. then they weren't as scary as no. they could have been. There's a scene... Like, like the, the father scene specifically, where he's dying, yeah. and he's trapped in the car. Yeah. When, when that started, I was like, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Being in a place where you're not dead, but you're dying. Yeah. And a monster's there, and he can just torture you however yeah. he wants. And then the monster comes up, just stabs him in the neck. Yeah. That's not that bad. <laughs> like, you could have made that so much worse for him. Um, so the first film... These three characters are also, like, invincible. You kind of think they might be gods or mm-hmm. paranormal at some at some point. That or Liv Tyler sucks at murdering people. Yeah. Like, they are so incompetent, the people in the first film. And I, I mentioned this in the theater, but the premise of the first film is Liv Tyler gets proposed to by her longtime boyfriend at a wedding, and he has planned this romantic getaway to a cabin, um... And she says no, and they go to the cabin anyway. 
and it's very awkward the whole weekend, mm. and these strangers show up. And the atmosphere of that movie, like, there is a scene where Liv Tyler's just smoking a cigarette inside, and one of them walks into the room and just looks at her for about 30 seconds. Mm. There's just silence, Liv Tyler smoking the cigarette, and that image of the person that you've never met at any point. This is the first mention of the strangers yeah. and they're standing in the house and that is just so chillingly terrifying i will say i think the best thing about this movie were those morons sitting in front of us in the theater that Who were, were freaking terrified out. the entire time i was i yeah. was so amused by that i was like this this is really scary could you imagine how amusing i would love to be that <laughs> entertained by this piece of shit movie <laughs> <laughs> would you oh could you imagine what it's like to feel? I mean, that's kind of how I was when I was a teenager. I mean, I can't. They ne- just never grew out of it. That's weird. The only movies they don't like are probably just good movies. But all the shitty movies are probably amazing if you're that dumb. What? How do you think that happens? Do you just uh, not watch any movies? Yeah, I think there's like... I think for any sort of entertainment... Mm-hmm. There's kind of like levels of nuance that you can work your way up as you're interested in something. Sure. So like like first you just watch like big kind of blockbustery stuff. Yeah. And then you you figure out what about the blockbustery stuff you like and yep. you explore stuff down that tangent and you end up going down like whatever genre it is. So maybe you see like a big blockbuster with horror elements and then you figure out that you really like horror movies and then you just end up watching a bunch of B horror movies and yeah. just all that kind of stuff. But you you start off with the big thing and you go smaller. And it seems like these kind of people are just completely satisfied with whatever the first step is, and then they just never follow it down. So you think this was the first horror movie they've ever seen? No, I think they could have seen others. I just think they probably don't think about movies as like a... What do you think they do? As an art form. They probably uh, are busy with... I would guess they watch like a lot of sports, and they li- listen to the top 40 type radio waste stuff. Waste like, of time. I I mean, if they enjoy it, it's fine. I bet they enjoy a broad range of things at a very, at the kind of face value. Do you think they're excited for Infinity War? Probably. Ooh. I mean, so that, am I. That's a, that's an e- something that's easy to enjoy on face value. Like you don't have to dig behind it or but whatever. But you can. That's the great thing about it. It's got depth. The ideal blockbuster is a movie that is both appealing on face value and has depth behind it. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, At times it has. I'd say Black Panther is one of the better examples of that. Mm -hmm. Like of it actually having some depth behind it. I wouldn't say Marvel in general has done that that well. I think 95%. Though, I, in general, blockbusters, it's, it's pretty hard to, to walk that line, yeah. to be an interesting movie and a good movie. I think they nail it in all 18 of the MCU films. Well, I mean, when I say interesting film, I'm thinking like Phantom Thread, yeah. which you would agree that those movies don't have a lot of similarities. They don't. Yeah. Very boring Phantom mm-hmm. Thread. Anyway, this movie... Strangers, Pray at Night. Yeah. Um, There's just not that much to say. This, well, you, what was this, your favorite scene? I love the pool. Bit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was the easily the best scene in the movie. I'm just curious. Like, do you want to even speculate what this girl did that made her parents send her to boarding school? Uh, Does this not cross your mind? I've been racking my brain for the past three days. Yeah, I mean, she must have maybe like wrecked a car or. Maybe she got drunk and wrecked a car. That'd probably send a kid to boarding school. But the other two girls who did this did not get sent to boarding school. They were drunk in the back seat. Hmm. 
That's a pretty good one. I believe that happened. Boarding school? What if you got drunk, drunk and wrecked a car? Would your parents send you to boarding school? I can't imagine how livid my parents <laughs> would be. That would be like, I don't know what they would do. They just. Do you think they'd send you to boarding school? N- now. As a 24 year old, they'd send me to boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> Retroactively, yeah, I'd be like enrolled with like a bunch of like sixteen-year-olds, and I'd be there. What are you in for? I'd be in the back with my arms crossed, all moody, with black fingernails, and my my hair down in front of my face, like mm-hmm. you, so you can't see my eyes. Yeah. I'd grow That's a good out. look for you. <laughs> with bangs, yeah, like I'd have eyeliner on naturally. Uh, I'd have a stupid Ramones T-shirt because apparently people in props departments don't know what actual moody bands are. Ramones. I mean, that's timeless. That's the original. The Ramones are great. I love the Ramones. But I feel like if you're trying to do a moody teenager right now, you should give them like a Paramore t-shirt or some nonsense. I don't know what's fresh. That's not going to span generations. Ramones. I love Ramones. Sure. Everyone does. I love Paramore. My parents don't like Paramore, but they love the Ramones. But you... The teenage girl should be wearing a shirt that her parents don't no, like. She the band. should be wearing a shirt that applies to all genres. Why? Or to all generations. Why? So people will watch this stupid fucking movie. No. Yes. She just needs to be wearing a shirt that like a teenage girl would wear. I I would wear. See, the thing is, I would wear both a Ramon shirt and a Paramore shirt when I was her age. Yeah. So have her wearing a Paramore shirt. She probably has one. I know, but they just showed her. It's just like. You know, it's funny. When I said Ramon shirt, I wasn't even thinking that she was wearing a Ramon shirt. But as I was saying, she, I was like, in this movie, even in this movie, shirt. like I was just doing like the first example that popped into my head that mm-hmm. they give an edgy kid on like a sitcom or something. Yeah. But that was actually what they did in this movie. <laughs> you don't think that was sort of inceptioned into your brain? Because I mean, you it probably was, okay. but like it, it, that was not my intention while saying it. Did you? I mean, I kind of knew that Christine Hendricks was going to die immediately. Yeah, she, I, she was too big budget to last yeah, that long. She, I. I kind of like the idea of the parents dying off first, but how incompetent are they that kids are able to kill these strangers and the strangers can kill? It was also irritating when he didn't shoot that one stranger. Yeah. Like he pointed the shoot guy. the guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, are, you, are you morally above it? Yeah. Are you just a, like afraid? He's probably afraid. Like I, I can understand being afraid in that situation. Once but you, you, know what, what, you know what fear <laughs> would make me do? Especially if my mom was dead. Like... I feel like that should stand for almost any son. Yeah. If someone kills your mom, yeah. I think that I feel like that should just unlock something in your brain that's fairly primal. That's yes. like I kill the thing that kills my mom yeah. because that's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Like, ah, and then he's just like, and it's and it's actively trying to kill his. Do you sister. think you would have done it in high school though? I think I would have done it now if that happened. But I think when I was younger, yeah, I would I definitely. It, I think I'd run more than try and shoot someone. But but it wasn't hero. like it wasn't like. He had the option to run or to line up the shot. The shot was lined up, ready to be made. Yeah. All he had to do was just kill her. Well, I mean, he does end up killing her with a knife, which seems a bit more personal. Honestly, what I probably would have done first was been like, take off the mask and yeah. drop your weapon or whatever. And if that didn't happen, then probably, yeah, just shoot him. <laughs> would you be, have you ever shot a gun? Uh, No. So are you confident with your capabilities of shooting a gun? If I'm and three feet away from a person and yeah. a gun is right in their face, yeah, I think so. Okay. That was just a question that has really nothing to do with the film. I just wanted to pick your brain about firearms. Yeah. So I think guns are uh, probably pretty fun to play around with in like a, <laughs> like a shooting range hunting scenario. Um, but I've never done it. Yeah. But that's my read as, um, a, as someone who's never played with a gun. I'm not a fan. I 
I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast when I was, I mean, my dad is big into hunting and mm-hmm. his whole friend. Also, I bet gun people don't like it when you call it playing with a gun. They Because they're like, it's serious. It's like a... Yeah. I will say, um, well, so my father, when I was five, um, him and all his hunting buddies, he's like, I want my kid to learn how to hunt. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a 12 gauge, which has a very powerful kick. Yeah, yeah. You told this. Yes. And I heard your shoulder yeah. and stuff. I, did I say it on the podcast? I don't know. Okay. Well, I hurt my or I cried yeah. a lot after I shot this gun. Yeah, and I was five, and my dad is like, "I probably should have waited a few years." See, my dad, on the other hand, is borderline anti-gun. He doesn't mm. like guns at all. Yeah, I don't really. But like as a kid, I liked guns. Yeah, like well, I had a bunch of airsoft guns, and my friends would all shoot each other. Yeah. And I was around guns all the time; they were frightening. And I had like a BB gun. I had a Red Rider BB gun. Okay, directly because I mean, I had a B- of the movie. BB gun was fine. I shot a lot of cans for sure. Yeah. Shoot, that was fun. Great. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah, but the real guns, I didn't really need them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I understand what you're saying. I would probably shoot this villain who has massacred my yeah. mother. Um, but and the dad was also dead at that point too, right? So. Yeah, but he didn't know that he was dead. Well, he knew that he was dying. He did not know that one of the strangers. Yeah. What? I, that was just such a waste. Like, is you? There's like the a quick painless death. Yeah. I don't think is that scary. Like, because so, that's just the lights going out, yeah. whatever. But, like, torture, like, being, like, yeah. like somehow, like, like seeing a person dragged away into the, like, like, like into a trailer or something, sure. that'd be terrifying. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, what's what going to happen in there to Infinite them? Infinite possibilities. But just stab him in the neck, boo, it bleeds yeah. out, nothing. In the first one, they go through 90 minutes of this um, ordeal where they're mm-hmm. dealing with the strangers, and finally... They lose, and the strangers tie them to chairs, Liv Tyler and her mm-hmm. uh, boyfriend, and they stab them repeatedly in the stomach. Yeah. I See, this is like what I think made Red Sparrow interesting, mm-hmm. was the the consequence for her failing was torture, yeah. and the villain was this all-encompassing, like, spy network state thing that was just, like, completely unavoidable. Yeah. So it's like she was almost always in the position of someone who's already caught doing whatever the bad thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, in this movie, like, the father gets in that situation and then they just let it... Pff, yeah. Like, but, uh, but it's just not... It's just such a waste. And then um, the mother dying was a little... Like, she was also backed into a corner. Yeah. And the way she was stabbed was definitely worse than the way the father was stabbed because mm-hmm. it was like a big wide blade or whatever i mean i don't know yeah i it was a bit scarier but i i think that the tension from the first movie had totally been removed in this one Mm -hmm. and it's sort of odd that these children are so easily able to murder these strangers after they have killed at least four adults six not that like on screen they've killed that many adults we don't know how many adults they've killed off screen yeah well and so they they do Take that one girl's mask off before she blows her away with a shotgun. Yeah. That was cool. I love the shotgun shot. That was really Yeah, yeah, that was probably... I mean, that and the golf club hit, like, they were both satisfying. Like, oh, look, they're getting the villains back. But the villains were just kind of shit. Yeah. But uh, let's get to the good pool scene. Okay, so the pool scene is this boy finally stabs one of them. And that was... Something from the first movie where you just see them run randomly, mm-hmm. and it's kind of terrifying, and then he pump fakes and just beats the shit out of her with a bat. Yeah. And or, then, or, a golf club? 
No, the golf club I thought was in the car. Oh no, she had the golf club or the bat in the mm-hmm. car. So yeah, he had a golf club. And then she gets knocked the fuck out, and then he gets a knife, and he stabs her several times. Yeah. And then Big Papa sees and it's it. already, well, and when he walks out, the lights of the pool go on, and they're a bunch of, like, neon. Yeah. It's kind of the 80s looking. Um, also, the soundtrack in this the movie song, is pretty stellar. Yeah, Total of the Clips of the Heart yeah. starts playing, which is a really good song. And, and anyway, so he gets stabbed. Yeah. Uh, and he's floating in the water. Yeah. And you know what I was thinking then? What? Not a bad way to go. Would you try to fight for life, though? I don't know. I like that song a lot. <laughs> That's what you would die listening to? Yeah, just cool neon lights. Imagine, like, all the chemicals in your brain that are, like, you're like going into good. shock. Like, it, your brain's, like, putting in all the endorphins, oh. and you're just, like, floating in the water. All I feel cool. like I'd be so paranoid about drowning, like I'm on the cusp of drowning. Mm. And I would not be willing to let myself drown. I know that, theoretically, once you drown, like, your body releases endorphins. And yeah. It's kind of Well, peaceful. I just think the, ble- the bleeding out, <laughs> yeah. you already have the endorphins going, so the water's probably not as scary at that point. But. Oof. Um, and then I just that's a banger of a song it is you, and then written by the meatloaf guy the same guy that writes, wrote Bad Out of oh, Hell oh really yeah meatloaf mm-hmm. wrote that no oh. the guy who wrote meatloaf songs wrote that meatloaf did not write his own songs interesting so I can't remember Elvis the name type. his name is like meatloaf I don't want to say my, my M-loaf something Mike Loafington Let's just look up Bad Out of Hell. Like a bad out of hell, you're gone, gone, gone. Well, you just need to talk if I'm looking Sorry, it up. Sorry, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Jim Steinman. Yeah. He's the one that wrote it. And he's also the one that wrote Total Eclipse of the Heart. Okay. Anyway. Really great songs. Yeah. Good to die to. That's my <laughs> motto. <laughs> if you had to die listening to one song, what would it be? In a pool, bleeding out. I mean, right now it's "Care for Self" forty four. That's what, but that—that's what you want to go out to. It's a really cool song. But that's you'd have no attachment, no long term attachment to the song anyway. Yeah. Ask me what I what I'd die to. Okay, go, what would you like to? Fat die lip to? by some forty one. <laughs> no, probably not. Because um, you don't know it at all. We have an old people fall. <laughs> Yeah, it's great for dying. Yeah. That would actually be pretty fun now. That was a joke at first. Now I just imagine you in the water, and then you're just like, rock on. (laughs) Doctor said my mom should have had an abortion, 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 abortion. And I fade out into the abortion line. Yeah. And that's kind of meta, because I'm dying. Yeah. Like an abortion. Yeah. Abortion, abortion. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, whoa, was he ever actually born? Or was this all a metaphor? Whoa. For the potential life has. Butterfly effect. Whoa. (laughs) Kyle would love this act. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a good song to die to. You think? Or In Too Deep, because you would be. Yeah, that would be kind of frightening and too self-aware. Try. Wait, what's the blood in my head? No, it, uh, trying to keep up above in my head. Oh. Well, he's still trying to keep above the water line. Yeah, that's true, in my head. Instead of going under. Instead <laughs> of going under again. <laughs> which, me, which you'd think you'd die before. I actually saw some yeah. 41 on Saturday. Well, it's he did go under initially because he, yeah, he went under and then before he got started drowning. Hmm. I saw some 41 oh, yeah. in How was DC. That? Did they pay flat fat lip? In, of course in they did. Too deep. Why? Yeah, of and, course. Uh, still waiting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the big three. How many? Keep going. How many can you name? Uh, some. Is there an anarchy song? No. Is there something called that? Nope. There's a song. The hell song. 
that's it because it has a guy in an anarchy symbol yep. suit jumping around yeah in it. yes um that was what they opened with mm-hmm. and the lead guitarist um dave brown sound whatever his name his nickname is brown sound interesting yeah it seems kind of racist if he's who i'm thinking he is. he is a big indian guy okay yeah. very brawny uh-huh. but he and that was so he left the band i yeah, yeah i know we're I about to get into some 41 lore right now yeah because he wasn't in yeah so that he, music video yeah so he left the band and then they got a new guitarist who calls himself brown tom that's who, weird who's just an, a white guy with a beard hmm and like a very gray beard, he and, kinda, and he, he the thing he got out of the first guy's nickname was Brown. Apparently, well, I guess I don't know why he came to a band. Well, the the confusing thing is Brown Sound came back to the band, and now both Brown Sound and Brown Tom are in the same band. Hmm. How frustrating must that didn't be? Didn't that happen to Foo Fighters? Uh, yeah, but they didn't have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's that's so, always weird when that happens when like a band is kind of a revolving door and then they all decide we want to be a part of yeah. this. Well, they sounded amazing with two guitars. They really needed it when they were mm. touring with one guitarist. Yeah, and Derek played backup. Um, yeah, was Derek playing guitar at all? Or is he he just... played backup guitar, but he was focusing on singing. Mm-hmm. So for some songs, he played power chords and all the background stuff. If I was in a band with two guitarists and I was the lead singer, I probably wouldn't play guitar. Yeah, he didn't for all the songs. He just yeah. did for a couple. Um, but I want I want to pick your brain about this, how you would have reacted mm-hmm. in this instance. Brown Sound goes up for the solo of the Hell Song, one of the most iconic <laughs> solos of the 21st century. Sure. He runs up to this. They have two platforms that you can do solos off of, that the bassist and the, they just rotate on these platforms, you know, yeah. as, as performers do. Runs up onto the platform, slips, and eats shit. <laughs> like, horribly. <laughs> like... He's going for the platform, uh, and his right foot slips, and he falls and lands on his side. And he's holding his guitar like he would a baby, like trying not to let the baby hit the ground. Yeah. And he basically lands on his right arm, uh-huh. and he gets up. Five seconds have gone by. The solo has not happened. And he just gets into the solo yeah, as it was, yeah. like in sync with the song. Uh-huh. And he plays it perfectly. Huh. But he's just the whole time, he's like grinning and smiling, and like just shaking, like, I can't believe I fucking did that. Yeah. That is so frustrating. And then. That's how I would have handled it. Yeah, just yeah. smiled and just been like, yeah. beat yourself up inside. Exactly. Yeah. And then. It's like, ah. Right? right I mean, what can you do? You can't be mad because right you're like a dork. Yeah. Well, right after the solo, Derek was like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. So I, you know, I think everyone was sort of. Yeah, I think that's side. a good way to pull it. And everyone kind of cheered. Like, no one was booing him that he fell over. There's yeah. some 41. Yeah. Um, and I also saw Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake. Here's. Let me wrap your mind around this. Mm-hmm. Less Than Jake invited. Um, or they have really good crowd banter, apparently. I've never seen them. Kyle, who I went with, is a big fan. Um, and they saw a couple, like, mid-40s out in the distance, in the back of the crowd, sort of. They were making out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, gross, you two get a room. Or come out on sta- come up on stage and make out during this entire song. And yeah. they did. <laughs> this Could you imagine making out with your wife when you're 45 for the entirety of a Less Than Jake uh. song? In front of everybody? And then going to see Strangers 2 and freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. Yeah. Um... Would you would you make out with anyone in public in front of that many people during the course of a less than Jake song? Yeah, Derek Weebly. What Derek? What, whatever the guy's name for some forty one. Derek Whipley. Sure, that's what I said. You'd do it for one of his songs. No, I'd do it with him. I'd make. You make out with, out with Derek Whipley during this other band. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Actually, his uh, wife or girlfriend was there. She had like her own private booth on the side of the stage. Hmm. Very proper. She's very attractive. Hmm. Dressed in like him. this petticoat and everything. 
Sounds a bit. I think she's kind of. She must be taller than him. He's a very short man. Is he? Yeah, he's got to be less than. Yeah, that kind of. I guess he has. He was always short, but I was like a. Like a teen guy in a punk band. Yeah. Like being short's not a problem. I mean, next to Brown Sound, Brown Sound is this hulking dude who's yeah. super tall and super built, and Derek is just this very small Canadian man. Yeah. Who's, who looks like he never really grew up, but he's probably mid 40s now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, last time I saw him, it was when he was recovering from whatever health problems he was having, and he did not look Alcoholism. too good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, whatever health problems he's having related to alcoholism. Yes. Yeah. Um, did he have like a liver failure? Did he get a new liver, or did he just he, repair the liver? He, he had a lot of spine problems. Hmm. I don't know if that had to do with his alcoholism, but I think yeah, he could. I mean, had you a fall down a lot as a drunk, so that's true. <laughs> it's not good for your spine. Yeah. He actually, they were in Japan, and he got in a bar fight with. He was really drunk, and he picked a fight with these Japanese guys, and they, they basically like. Not paralyzed him, but he could not play for the next week because he couldn't move his spine. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably not a. That's probably why he quit drinking. Yeah, well, it's just I feel like if you're picking a fight in a bar, yeah, and you're the only white guy, (laughs) (laughs) it's easy to look like you know get ganged up on. Yeah, probably. Just don't be like you don't want to stand out in a crowd and be an asshole. Yeah, you can do one at a time. (laughs) That is odd. That I mean, Canadians they just seem so peaceful. Although if you Canadians, write, yeah, I thought you said Japanese. No, he's Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, why would you pick a fight with Japanese people? Yeah, it doesn't seem like no. your culture. But you know, it's a crazy world. Anyway, um, I, I think, mean, you know, it's even a better moral: don't get in fights at all. Yeah. How many fights have you been in? Zero. Same. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> and look at us. We have our own podcast. Have fight. you ever been close to getting in a fight? Um, I will say, I don't think I've ever... Really, I've been, like... Yeah. Maybe, like, slight arguments with strangers or something, like, goofy, like, on a night out, but never, like, a... There were two instances in high school, neither of which were caused by me, but I would have gotten in a fight out of association. Mm. Like, I would have been in this... Like, I would have had to fight. Yeah. Like, the first situation, these are very brief, um... One of the kids at my lunch table, pretty much the only person that I talked to freshman year. Mm. Didn't have a lot of friends in high school. Yeah. Um, and as you can tell from this Marvel podcast <laughs> that I do, um, this one guy who I hung out with, he was kind of a fucking idiot, but he's all I had. Yeah. Um, and he picked this fight with all my school was fat rednecks, and it was just <laughs> miserable. And this fat redneck comes up to it's him. I don't offensive remember. Offensive term. Yeah, they can suck it. I mean... They're not listening to this. You know, I consider myself a redneck. (laughs) Oh, do you? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Mr. I've never shot a gun before. That's the most redneck thing about me. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. So anyway, they're about to get in this fight, and he... Oh, this was what it was. The redneck took uh, my associate Steven's chair, Mm. and Steven's like... Hey, that's where I sit. And he's like, your name's not on or some high school ninth grade bullshit. Steven pulls the chair out from under him. Yeah. And the redneck falls to the ground. Yeah. gag. And then he stands up very, you can see, like, he's about to throw fists. Yeah. (laughs) This is at the lunch. And then a teacher comes up and sees what's happening. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. None of this. No fights. Et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that was it. And then... But in nearly in a brawl. Yeah. No, they were going to fight if that teacher did not intervene. Hmm. Um, 
There was also a week after we had this three week snowstorm that came out. Yeah. Um, uh, it lasted three weeks mm-hmm. of snow. We were off school for three weeks. And then when everyone came back to school in this one week, there were 19 fights in a week. Wow. Can you believe that? I guess it kind of makes sense. Like, if people start fighting, then friends are more likely to fight as a result of that first fight. It, and then it kind of spirals out. It became, you. it was on Facebook, it was known as UFC Week at uh, Blank <laughs> High School. I won't say the name. Yeah. Even though I don't really care. But what's funny is I know where you went to high school and it was called Blank High School. Yeah. So that was not a very good lie. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um,. But 19 fights, that was unreal. Uh, And I saw, like, three of them just because they were happening everywhere. You couldn't turn a corner without seeing a fight. Hmm. Um, The other time we were leaving a football game, and one of my friends, uh, we had played Sharando High School in football and beat them. Hmm. Um, Maybe we lost to Sharando? One of my friends just started shouting Sharando like he was one of the fans. Yeah. And then there were two large fans of my high school football team yeah. who were walking behind us. And my friend was like, hey, check this out. Sharando. And then the other guys behind us were like, stop shouting that kid or you're going to get knifed. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if they were serious. Probably. They weren't I, students. Uh, that's pretty weird. I guess I mean, people go to high school yeah, games. Yeah, that's a public thing. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a couple high school games as like a kid, like my dad would take sure. me. But yeah, so those are the closest I've been to fights. I've never been in a physical altercation. Yeah, neither have I. I've like we do great in the Strangers movie. I, I'd kind of like. I feel like I the only way I'd get into a fight. Yeah, is if someone was like trying to be a big shot or whatever, and mm-hmm. somehow like insulting me, and I if I thought of something really clever, yeah. I'd have no choice but to say it. Okay. And then I could see myself getting into a fight because would... I accidentally provoked someone because I thought of something funny. <laughs> I do not think I have the self-control to not say something funny if it popped into my head. Okay. But you haven't had this problem. No. That's good. No, I don't start shit. <laughs> <laughs> good. We'd do great in the stranger's realm. You want to go get a fight this weekend? We'll yeah. Just go downtown I... to the mall and just rage? Yeah. <laughs> And and then we report back next week on how our fight went. Yeah. And then it's just like, man, guys, Jordan died. <laughs> he, he took a joke way too far. <laughs> they blew through him oh like Oh, my paper. God. The guy, the guy had a gun, and Jordan was not expecting it. And the thing was, the guy, like, dragged him into a trailer, and Jordan was, like, screaming. <laughs> so we were all thinking, like, oh, God, this is going to end terribly for but, Jordan. But what is happening? To our, to our uh, relief, <laughs> the guy put on care of cell 44. <laughs> Jordan went out in bliss. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we heard from the trailer. We, I mean, it could have been. Actually, you know what you, you know what likely would happen in this mm. scenario? Yeah. If you were dragged into a trailer by a murderer in downtown Charlottesville, mm-hmm. um, he would play like the first, he'd start playing Hey Ya, Ooh. and then you'd be like, hey, this is pretty good, and then he'd pause it after 20 seconds and he'd restart it and keep doing that over and over again. So before the song really gets in, like just yeah. the intro? Yeah. Hmm. While yeah. he's mutilating you, keep that in mind. That's I, I like the idea that my brain would just fill in the gaps. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's restarting constantly? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I just sing along. Who knows? <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> if a murder victim of mine started singing to this broken up... You think you got it? <laughs> you think you got no, it? You so don't, you get yourself together till there's nothing at all? You don't get that part of the song. I know, I'm just singing it. Oh. 
I mean, the, it's the same chords the whole way. You can sing any part of the song it's just, at any it's, time. It's, doesn't, it's not giving you the fair chord break. It's just 20 seconds of the song. Hmm. I mean, the chords start in the first 20 seconds. Yeah, but it's intermittent. Like, it just gets cut off halfway through. Mm, I think I can make it work. <laughs> okay, well, let's go, <laughs> let's go downtown this week. Let's pick a fight. Yeah. Um, who should we fight? Uh, children. Okay. So we I should like go early, odds. like yeah. 4 p.m. <laughs> we get drunk, <laughs> beat up some 10-year-olds. Oh, 10. Uh, fourth graders is I think what I we mean. Can, oh, I think we can take on high schoolers. You think? Yes. Mm, maybe girls. <laughs> high school girls. Girls pull hair. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't think we can that's, handle that's girls. That's a bit rough. Yeah. Especially, like, what if they say something catty about oh, me? Oh, God. I, I cannot wanna, take that. I can't take a blow to my self-esteem they during cut a to fight. to the <laughs> It is irreparable. Yeah. Huh. So strangers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, we pretty much rounded all the, all the bases of this film. Yeah. Um, he's, he kills the one girl, and then the sister comes back after Big Daddy leaves her brother drowning, and then they kill the other one. Oh, she shotguns the other one. Mm-hmm. Then Big Daddy chases her. Um, she leaves her, leaves her brother in a safe place inside one of the trailers. Yeah. And then Big Daddy chases her, and he's basically immortal because he explodes. And did you see that shot when the car explodes and he wasn't in the car anymore? No. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Like, he's in the car, and then they show the fire, and he's out of the car, and, uh-huh. then, the light, and then the car starts moving again, and he's back in the car. Yeah. That was great. That uh-huh. was such... In, how uh-huh. do you let that slide? Yeah. He... He was kind of like a, a Jason type deal. Yeah, and we're supposed to get the impression right that the brother like dies because he's not there at the end. He's in the hospital. Oh yeah, you're right. He was in the hospital. Yeah. Never mind. So the very oh no yeah yeah that's what I was thinking. Yes, yeah. the other thing where they close the credits after someone knocks on yeah. the door. <laughs> so they're in the hospital. <coughs> Just the girl and her brother, and she's all like, "I've been through a lot." Understandably so. Mm-hmm. And then she hears a knock at the door at the hospital. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be a doctor? It, you'd think it would be. It has to be. Because everyone else is very dead. All of the strangers have been killed. Though, I mean, I guess she just hits the guy in the head with a bat and he rolls off the car. I guess that doesn't necessarily mean he's, he's dead. He's been through a lot. He's got to be dead. I mean, his skin was all burnt. He's a very low-key, like, he goes to isolated trailer parks. Yeah. He wouldn't go, go into, into a hospital. hospital? Yeah, There's a lot of busy. people. Especially if... I'm sure he's just covered with scars at this point, so he's, yeah. he'd stick out a little bit. Yeah. Like, if he goes to a hospital, people are more likely to be like, can we help you, sir? <laughs> you look injured. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good reason you're here. Did you get in a fight with Kate or Jordan? <laughs> yeah. Those guys will mess you up. <laughs> they just beat up some 10-year-olds down the street. It was insane. <laughs> They're in jail now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I would like to be tried as a child. Because <laughs> I, I beat up, beat a, up child. a child. <laughs> I would like to be tried under their loss. <laughs> My case is that no adult would ever have done that. True. Yeah. Fact. So there uh, you go. Um, so I'm going to give this movie... Uh, Two Avengers? I'll give it one, maybe. Like, it was a movie. They was a they movie. used the camera correctly. A story that shot where a story was kind of told. Yeah. And a really great scene with Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. And, and just the lights going off his thing while he's drowning, that was, that was pretty And the neat. blood in the water was really cool. Yeah, it's like... That was the only... 
creative idea they had. It's like someone thought, let's make this movie based around this dream that I had, this really cool scene. Yeah, that does and seem very dreamlike, just that kind of like, almost like a fever dream or something, and then where something's like, bad happening. But and you they're like, like, I'd like my own money to be, to do this, or I'd like you to fund my own movie project. And they're like, no, we're not going to give you money to fund something that people won't see. How about Strangers? We need a sequel for that. That hasn't been done. Yeah, and then the other, maybe scary, interesting part, is pretty typical though it's not that original but um was when she's hiding in the tube and then the lights and you're you're distracted by the car and then there's the mask right beside her yeah i was like that's that was pretty good like they did a lot of that in the first movie and they did a lot better yeah i think it wasn't it it wasn't fresh but i was just like that was that was one of the ones that freaked out the other audience members (laughs) Like, that lady screamed when that happened. Well, they also don't talk at all until the end of the first movie, and I liked that, you know, you you have no idea. Are they mute? What's yeah. their deal? Why aren't they talking? Yeah. And they sort of, like, that gets rid of the, blows the illusion a little. Yeah. And it makes them more mortal, I guess. Yeah, it definitely felt like halfway through this film, it wasn't, I think a good horror movie is almost like, you're dealing with this overwhelming force and you're like, I don't know how I could possibly escape. They're like omniscient or something. But at halfway through this film, it's like, okay, I know who the bad guys are. Yep. There's a reasonable plan here, probably. Yep. Like, it was, yeah. they weren't some immeasurable force. Yeah. Which it sounds like they were closer to in the first movie. They were. So, and first movie, I mean, it, it's not really, I don't love it. It's, yeah, it's much better than this one. Mm-hmm. I don't really go back to it. Seth has apparently seen it five times. I discovered the other day. Um, but yeah, uh, do you have any other things to say I mean, about that's, this? That's one? really it. That's it pretty was much it. Very neutral. I had a big bucket of tasty old oh, popcorn. So I. That was great. Yeah, gotta love that regal corn. I couldn't even finish it. I finished mine in like twenty minutes. I you know. were munching on yours the entire time. My stomach for popcorn is just. I think what it was is I needed a drink. I, I had to eat it a lot. I eat it a lot. I yeah. eat it once a week. I uh, eat that bucket once a week. Oof. Yeah, I, when I went, um, the last times I've gotten popcorn, I just stuck with this small. Yeah. But the small's not quite enough. And it's fiscally irresponsible. Well, the small's free. Like, I'm not paying oh, for the oh, small. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were paying for the small. No. Okay. I've only gotten free ones. That's good. Maybe I'll try upgrading to a medium next time. See how that suits mm, me. That's only a dollar. Yeah. Pretty good deal. And you can also get a free drink with the app, too, right? Uh, that'll use up all my points pretty quick. With the app? With the, the oh, yeah. yes. regal rewards yes, yes, or whatever. Because yes. normally it seems like whenever I go, my card says free popcorn. Yeah. Well, I mean, this movie pass thing. The thing is... But like, it's not like I'm going to the thing and like converting the points. No, you don't have to anymore, I don't think. Does it automatically take away my points, though? Yeah. But I've, I have 2,200. Or 22,000, rather. I mean, how many movies have you seen and not redeemed any of these points? Not that many. Like, five. How long have you had a card? Not long. Oh. I just got it. Oh. I think they give you a whole bunch to start out with. Well, and I think for certain movies... They it, do give you bonus. Give you bonus. Yeah, yeah, for certain movies, they do give you bonus. Just to get you to see them. Yeah. But, you know, movie pass sort of makes a laughing stock out of paying for movies these days. So now we can just see whatever we want. Get all those points. Yeah, see, like right now it doesn't say free popcorn. But, like, most of the time after I check in, it's, it'll mm-hmm. say free popcorn down here. Yeah. Well, popcorn is like 8,000 points. Yeah. So you got two or three more of those. Probably just two. 
Well, you'll probably get three with the movie tickets that you buy to see with the popcorn mo eating movies. I did have a lot at a time, too, but I went through it um, after I just started seeing all of these movies. I went, like, once yeah. or twice a week. So I went through my points pretty quickly. Um, so... It's seven thousand for, for popcorn, eight thousand for a drink. So I could spend fifteen thousand and get both. That seems so irresponsible. Yeah, waste of points. Hmm. I was looking at uh, this isn't podcast material. The podcast is over. Okay. <laughs> uh, Should we wrap up the podcast, or would you like to say sure, what our, uh, I was say. just going to say that I was looking online to see if there's some sort of flask type water bottle I could bring into movie theaters because oh. I don't want for alcohol pay no just for water or liquor or coke or hard liquor yeah or hard liquor nice. I want to not be able to drive home. I want to sleep in my car. And hey, don't like, do that. Your parents would hate that and send you to boarding school. I'll sleep in the backseat. Okay. <laughs> You'll sleep in the movie theater parking lot? Yeah, room? exactly. Nice. Classic. All right. Well, I've been Jordan Peoples and Marvel has sucked. Um, don't forget to like us on Facebook, like us on iTunes and give us a good review or a bad review. We want to see what's on your mind on iTunes. Mm -hmm. um, and go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Cinema After Hours. And um, me at JK Peoples. I am Noah Doesn't, and also Marvel does not suck. <laughs>